and welcome back to the Bloom Podcast. I'm Ellie. And I'm Tanil. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode. Today we're going to talk about what exercise plan should you choose? I think everyone's pretty aware that the amount of information and different plans and different advice out there when you're starting on your fitness journey can be pretty overwhelming. And that leaves so many people just thinking like, I don't know what to do. Like, you know, what's right for me? Yeah, absolutely. And I think it can be really daunting because there is so many options. There's so like with social media now, there's just so many misleading information out there on what you should do, how you should do it. And there is a lot of good stuff out there, but there's also a lot of rap. So that's where we wanted to kind of talk about how do you decide what to do? What's good? What's not so good? We just wanted to lay down all the facts for you guys. So obviously it's important to choose the correct, we're going to call it an exercise plan specific to what you're training for. So whether you're training for a sport or you're weightlifting or you're into CrossFit or you're into yoga, Pilates, swimming, whatever it might be. Obviously there's a training plan that's going to be tailored specific to that particular thing. So with that, there's literally so many options that you can choose and there's not you don't have to choose one certain thing. Like you don't have to, if you don't like weight training or strength training, then unless you have a goal that is specific (laughs) that requires that, then you don't need to do that. There are so many options out there. So with those different variety of things that you're doing or could do, there's different ways that they can be delivered as well. And you have to decide which delivery form that you would prefer as well so if you're going to the gym we keep using this as an example because that's what we both do but it can refer to anything really are you someone who prefers group training or classes over personal training or maybe you just want to do online programming where someone a a personal train which is what uh, we're going to get into eventually with bloom so some a personal trainer programs for you and you but you can do the program at home You can do the program in a gym that you feel comfortable with wherever and you work through that program by yourself. Or maybe you just want to write your own program. Maybe you want to do something in a – I refer to it as a Globo gym that's coming. I think – did Globo gym come from – is that a CrossFit word? Um, It just reminds me of Dodgeball. You know the movie Dodgeball? No. The big American, like – gyms like those big massive things they all call them globo gym yeah it's maybe zap like, we're just talking about zap we're talking about a zap we're talking about yeah. a, uh, a a gym that has like uh, weight machines and stuff in it um maybe you just want to you know cruise around the globo gym and do that kind of thing the, the delivery you just have to decide like it's the same if you're just say you want to do swimming as your thing well maybe you want to go and do a squad or maybe you want to just go and swim laps by yourself it's entirely like at the end of the day the decision is entirely up to you so with that your like whatever specific training program or exercise type you might be doing comes how long you should be training for and how often you should be training for i think that comes down to once again what you're training for so for me i'm simply training just to get fit post baby 
about three times a week is all I can manage at the moment. And getting to a class is easy because I can get in. Somebody's done the work for me. They've programmed something and then I can get out. So I'm at the moment, I'm training maybe three times a week for about an hour. Ellie, on the other hand, is training one to two times a day for up to three hours a day. Yeah, sometimes more. Yeah. (laughs) Three to four hours. But your goals are obviously very different to mine. Yes. So continuing on from what Tanil was saying, how long should you train for? It, as she kind of said, it literally depends on or how long should you exercise for. It literally depends what your goals are, right? And sometimes it's literally what can you fit into your day. If your goal if, is literally just to stay fit and healthy, which is what the majority of people want after their exercise, you know, the recommended time is half an hour every day getting some form of movement in. And it also kind of depends on if you do have a specific goal, how quickly you want to see results. Obviously, training three times a week or exercising three times a week is great and that's gonna that should be the baseline I would say like if you're gonna go to the gym go three times try and get in three times a week and that will be like a baseline but if you want to see results more quickly you're going to want to go more frequently because you want to put your muscles and your body under that stress and that's how um, the results will come so that's kind of like yeah how many times per week and for how long and obviously the more that you have going then you're gonna be spending a little bit more time training as well but if you're literally just doing it to stay fit then anywhere between 30 minutes to an hour and a half a couple of times a week is probably good for you Yeah, and trainings, obviously, I want to say it is different for both men and women, but I also don't want – I was just having a bit of a giggle about – so before we do all these episodes, Ellie being the little organised OCD chick that she is, she's gone through and given me all these little dot points about what she wants me to, like, say and talk about. And so far, every single episode, it has men and women or – men versus women (laughs) i was just having a little giggle that it was there last week and i had no clue what she wanted me to say about it (laughs) guess what here it is again (laughs) well i'm all about equality (laughs) but i think it's it's that little saying that we always hear of girls you shouldn't lift weights because you'll get big and bulky right it's yeah i think well, I hope that the message is out there that that's a lot of shit. I don't think it yeah. is. I honestly don't think it is because I still hear it today. Yeah. Or not not even don't lift weights. It's, oh, don't become too bulky. I get it a lot and it's take, it took me a really long time to – because if I lift weights, I do get big and bulky. I am very broad in the shoulders and yeah, like it happens really fast and I used to get really, really self-conscious about it, but now I'm just like, yeah, whatever. Like that's just your body. You're just jealous. Like not everyone, not everyone is able to do that. And there's a large portion of it that depends on exactly what you're training and yeah, your food. Yeah, absolutely. So should women lift weights? Yeah, there, as as we kind of said, there is a massive stereotype around whether, you know, and if you had asked me before I started weight training, I literally, if someone said, oh, weight training or like even just the term bodybuilding, um, I literally, you know, I would have associated it with big men. Like, yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's like literally probably what I would have thought. Obviously, my attitude towards that has 
change but your knowledge my knowledge and my attitude because it's I think it's just that it's just the gym's kind of been always more associated with men and kind of like we were saying in our first episode it can be daunting for women to hit a gym because of some of the male egos out there but like lifting heavy isn't just for men women can lift heavy too and it's not it's actually really not bad for us to lift heavy it's quite it's good for us to be building muscle women have muscle you just have to build it like muscles are like as a human we have muscles it it's really not just for men muscle mass is directly related to longevity people who are able to support their body for a longer amount of time it also improves your bone density and this helps as you get older because it stops things like osteoporosis which is like weak bones and uh, fragile bones and being able to stabilize your body and having that as you get older it stops you from falling like there are so many elderly people that are uh, fall over and their health declines rapidly from the falls because their body can't heal properly afterwards and having muscle mass literally it's literally directly related to how long you're going to live like there's so many studies now that say this which yeah. is crazy but like it's when you think about it it's so true yeah And I think we've all established that we love a little cliche saying around here. But once again, it's true what they say. And us as nurses, we see it so often that if you don't use it, you'll lose it. Yeah, 100%. So, yeah, like the whole lifting heavy will make you too bold. Unless you are literally eating in a massive calorie surplus, you, like, I'll use myself as as an example. Like, I've been doing weight training now for, so since, goodness me, it would have been 2020. Yeah. I think it was, like, October 2020 I started doing uh, weight training. So I've been doing it for two years. Absolutely, I've put on muscle mass, but that's been my goal. I wouldn't say I'm bulky by any means no and i've had to eat so much food to get me to where i am yeah so like it's you're not just unless you're unless you're literally going to be eating masses amounts of food you are not as a woman you are not going to get super bulky and i think that's like really important to drill in that there's this misconception too about being toned yeah and being bulky, I think, like yeah. you're very toned. Like I think people, Lean. Is, they follow you on social media. Social media, um, mm. they will say, "Look how bulky she is." But if you've got shoulders, you're lean. You're toned. Like there's a difference. And yeah. when you actually see you in real life, you're not like yeah. sorry, Elle, but you're not the same size as you look on your social media. Uh, no. <laughs> I will 100% admit that. Sometimes I'm like, oh, I look real jacked. Um, yeah. I'm not yeah. <laughs> nah, still scrawny. Still scrawny most of the time. Um, <laughs> most of the time. Bambi arms. <laughs> yeah, always Bambi. Yeah, literally. My arms are so, We're making it sound like it. all that matters is um, what you look like. And no, this is, <laughs> not true. Uh, it's Yeah, it's not true. It's it, like... In saying that, getting bulky, it's how you look 
is a byproduct of yeah. uh, we we're going to go into this into another episode because it we're super passionate about this but we wanted to discuss this first so um but yeah it's it's a byproduct of, of your training not yeah and i think saying that so going back should women train differently to a man there is evidence around women training differently to their menstrual cycle there is also conflicting evidence that says that that's not true and i've done a fair bit of research about this i i personally don't train any differently from my male counterparts that um do the same programming as me and i don't really fuss around my menstrual cycle at all um but there are some people that feel the need to do that and that's fine i think it kind of just depends as a woman uh what you feel i think definitely it's important to be aware of i was gonna i was just about to say that i think it's really important to be aware um yeah because i know for myself like my strength goes out the window i it's always one thing i can like i've got to stop and think oh where am i in my cycle if i'm training like crap and nine times out of ten I'm either the week before and then all of a sudden the week after I could, I'm hitting PBs. I think just having that awareness and also having, I'm really liking that more and more trainers and like PTs and stuff are bringing their knowledge and understanding up to speed Yeah. to training women. I really like that that's the way that we're heading Yeah. Uh, because it does affect and it can affect everybody differently and like your coach would be wrong to say that, you know, he's expecting the same from you as he is, all the blokes in the room training. Oh, and, 100%. Yeah. But I think it definitely for us it's more on like an individual basis. It's like yeah. it would be wrong. It, it's like saying it would be wrong to expect something from me than someone who's, you know, literally qualified to go to the CrossFit Games or like um, we'll use age for an example, like – Obviously, when you're younger, you're able to recover better. So expecting someone who's older to recover in a certain way is yeah. it's the it's the same thing, yeah. like the same concept. Yeah, the same concept. Um, so getting into like a bit of a bit of data here and a bit of statistics, just to nerd out a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> who, who are you? Who are who are we? Um, <laughs> I do love it. I do love a good Google. I there are things that I'm like very passionate about, and then I love it when I'm like doing a bit of research for our podcast or for our Instagram, and I like find all these like random little facts. It makes me realize that I'm doing what was what I'm supposed to be doing because I love nerding yeah. out on this stuff. It's really yeah. fun. I'm gonna talk about the difference between weight training and uh, or strength training and cardio. Um, kind of talking about the gym and uh, what that means because I think that's where the biggest confusion comes in. Well, what should what should we be doing? Should we be strength training or should we be doing cardio? Should we be doing both? Like what is it in the gym that we're actually supposed to be doing? Weight training doesn't burn as many calories as a cardio workout. Um, however, weight training is more effective at building muscle and muscle actually burns more calories at rest than what fat does so therefore building muscle is the key to increasing your resting um, metabolism how many calories that you build at rest it's like your basal metabolic rate interesting statistic for women weight training can lead to a four percent increase in metabolism which is crazy and research has also shown that you can 
burn more calories in the hours following weight training in comparison to cardio. I think there are some reports that say that your resting metabolism can stay elevated for up to 38 hours post weight training, which is like, that actually blows my mind. So that's saying for the 38 hours after you've done a strength session, your resting metabolism remains increased. Whereas if you're doing cardio, that's actually your metabolism is increased during it, but it drops off afterwards. It depends what your goals are, but if you want to achieve a leaner body, which literally means like changing a body composition, it's building muscle and losing body fat or increasing muscle mass, then lifting weights is vital to do this. Like you need to lift weights if this is like a goal that you have. I don't know about you, but I love lifting weights. To be honest, when I started weightlifting, I freaking hated it. I think it was because I (laughs) was not overly strong and I just found it really difficult and I was really put off by it. But it's really fun when you start seeing the results of, well, okay, I started out by only being able to deadlift 50 kilos. Now I can deadlift 70. Now I can deadlift 90. Now I can deadlift 140 kilos. And it's just like, it's really cool. And it makes you feel really powerful and really strong. But I literally did not like weightlift. Like I did not like touching weights at all. I'm a cardio junkie. And yeah, but lifting weights. I'm full opposite. I would do anything to get out of cardio. Like I hate it. I love it. A um, long grind like, cardio session is my jam. And I think this is what we said maybe in our first episode that we complement each other. So this is why we should compete yeah. together. Yes. <laughs> you can we do cardio that. and I'll lift the weight. <laughs> yeah, the problem with CrossFit is they're usually combined in some manner. <laughs> Although sometimes not. You can do the one rep max lift that comes up. Yeah. I don't know about that at the moment still. <laughs> I think you've still got me. Then if we move into cardio and the benefits of cardio and how that differs typically cardio workouts require a much greater aerobic fitness which scares people because they're generally a little bit harder or they're more mentally challenging than a weight training session so a study that i was looking at examined over 400 overweight adults and found that hit which is high-intensity interval training, and cardio workouts reduce body fat and waist circumference. I'm not sure of the exact percentages, but that's what it is. But And this is because cardio generally burns more calories per workout than weight training. Yeah, so I guess what should you choose? Boringly, there is no right or wrong answer here. It is totally reliant upon what is going to get you moving what your it's based around like your goals so if you're just wanting to move stay fit stay healthy then you know functional fitness classes or something like swimming could be for you um if you want to hit the stage in um like a bodybuilding physique competition then obviously weight training and cardio training is going to be more specific to those goals. Um, And I guess our best piece of advice here is to do whatever you enjoy. Yeah, and this, like, it can take trial and error. Like, if you're you're not someone that's been moving a lot and you're at the start of, you know, you're embarking on a fitness journey or you're, you know, 
whatever it may be that's getting you to commence fitness or movement like it can take trial and error to figure out what you actually enjoy doing like I know people love Pilates people rave about Pilates and yoga to be honest I can't stand it most mostly because I have the attention span of a goldfish (laughs) and sitting in a Pilates I know the people say Pilates can be very hard but you know, it going from is. Yeah, it is really hard. Life. Yeah, literally going from like pose to like you know Pilates position to whatever, or like yoga is worse if it's like just a general yoga class. I can't. I lose concentration. I start thinking about other crap, and I can't focus on what I'm doing. And I'm the same when I'm doing my mobility <laughs> for CrossFit. I'm just terrible. I can't. I like something. I am. I said I'm a cardio junkie. I like something to be fast paced. That's this is why I love CrossFit. Yeah, because you're it's fast paced. It's different every day. I don't get bored from it because I also get bored quite easily. Yeah, um, and it's always different, so you never know what you're going to get. Which I just that's what I like. But you know, some people like showing up to the gym knowing what they're going to be doing. But some people yeah. like that, and that might be you. But it's going to take. If you if you haven't done any of these things before, it's gonna take time to figure out yeah what you want to do, and you can try it for you know a little while. And just because you don't like it, that's fine. Just forget about it. Move on to the next thing. But you have to before you can just exile it, thinking that it's not for you. Please do. My like advice is just try it. Honestly, just yeah. try it because I never thought that I would. I I think I've said this before. I hated the gym, and yeah. now I the gym is my second home. So you just you yeah. don't know what you're going to try. But Absolutely. the main thing is that you're enjoying what you're doing. You're more likely to be doing it, and that relates back to what we were saying on our last episode about motivation. If you're enjoying something, you're more likely to do it and more likely to see results from it and be successful. Yeah, for sure. And uh, not to give ourselves a cheeky little plug here, but if you are lost, then reach out because I think this is something that both Ellie and I are really passionate about is, yeah. well, going back to why. So I discovered that I didn't, it wasn't actually training people that I really enjoyed, but helping people find what they're good at and what they enjoy and setting them up on their journey. And yeah. then you put the work in and then somebody, you give them the right tools to go and Flourish. do good things on their own. Yeah. yeah. And that's what we are here for. If even if it's a simple conversation for myself, 100%. when I lose my way, I always find that talking to somebody else can really help. And yeah, if that's what it takes to get somebody to take the steps to starting, then yeah, yeah I'm all for that. Like click a message. I don't care at all. Yeah. I'm literally the same. Like I think for me, I love being able to see people tick off their little goals and like celebrating those things with them because like I love like the biggest thing for me because I've had like such a journey in my like fitness like even in the short amount of time it's just for me just setting little goals and ticking them off and being able to celebrate the small wins like I freaking love that so I guess my other recommendation on choosing what is right for you is to choose something that is going to be something that you care about or something that you know that you're going to be motivated to do and to pick something that you are able to set goals. So yeah, maybe your goal and like don't set purely extrinsic goals. And what I mean by that 
is like if you have a goal, maybe your goal is to lose weight, but if you pick something that you enjoy, but if you pick goals, instead of focusing on just losing weight, if you maybe focus on, okay, I'm going to train three times a week and have that as your goal, or I'm going to hit, you know, a certain PB deadlift, or I'm going to run a kilometer this fast because those things that you can break down and it's not focusing on necessarily what you look like and I think I think I said this before we're going to make a whole episode on this but the results will speak for themselves once you start training because the dopamine will hit and you'll you'll see these little results and you'll want to keep training and you will become more confident with yourself and then you're more likely to feel content with yourself and I that's at the end of the day like feeling content with yourself and what you're doing is makes whatever the right exercise plan is for you. If it's ticking yeah. your goals, if you feel happy and healthy, if it's, you know, doing what you want to do, if you enjoy it, then that's the exercise yeah. plan that you should be doing. Yeah. So don't overthink it. Just start it. Yeah. And that's the thing. Just fucking start. Just start. <laughs> it's, yeah. Things don't happen just by looking at them. Yeah. Not so with that um we will wrap up today's episode thank you so much for tuning in once again we we're honestly like so overwhelmed by all the responses we're getting from everyone and all the love we're receiving from everyone it's so so cool to have you guys here on this journey with us so yeah we we honestly we appreciate it from the bottom of our hearts uh so if but if you do have any questions like we said please hit us up we have our instagram it's uh bloom.wellnessco we have our facebook page bloom wellness co our email is in the description below anything that we do answer we uh we can just private message you or if you want us to discuss the topic um or if it's like something that's a regular topic coming in we will keep everything anonymous and we will talk about it either on our podcast or we'll put an instagram post up about it um but until then we will be releasing another episode next tuesday so be sure to tune in then and we hope you have a lovely week and we will talk to you next time